Welcome to Stats Lovers. As always, I'm your groomed host, Ramiz. Well, I guess not as always. I am now your groomed host, Ramiz. Yep. I'm joined by my groomed friend, Dylan. How's it going, groomed Ramiz? <laughs> it's going well, groomed Dylan. Uh, we are here to talk about our award picks. Um, uh, so we're going to go through each of the real awards. We've also got some fun ones that we're going to run through. So let's jump into it. Uh, I think we'll do this by... We'll say them at the same time. So I'll okay. count us down and we'll just shout them out at the same time. Right. Maybe go like one name. if. Okay. Our, our, our actual choice. And then we can... And then, yeah, we can talk about some of our maybe secondary choices or, like, yep. other choices. So, let's get started with uh, MVP. Right. So, I'll count us down. Three, two, one, and then we say a name. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. MVP. KD. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like your pick a lot. Um, he was my... Embiid was my uh, sort of holdout pick until he sort of got a bit too injured last year. And yeah. And then sort of Jokic was kind of just had to be the MVP, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I love that Embiid pick. Um, <clears throat> for me, you know, I did def- I definitely thought about him. Yeah, uh, of course, me, everyone y- did. Yeah, uh, for me, I just think the Sixers might just not be good enough with all that's going on. Although Ben Simmons is back, we should talk about that briefly. He's back yeah. in Philadelphia, he's cleared everything, whether or not he plays is questionable, yeah. something, yeah. but he has, he has reported to the team at this point. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the reason I picked Embiid is, I think MVP... It's not actually a one-season award, is the thing. It, right. <laughs> I feel like it never has been. Um, I feel like the person who wins it this year has to be a candidate from last year. Um, and obviously, KD was one, so he's definitely someone I considered. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's going to be someone who hasn't won it before. I think we're kind okay. of in a phase in the league where we're just like, let's get some of this next generation of guys, right. the MVP awards. Giannis was the first, Jokic was the second. I think Embiid is the natural third. Yeah. Uh, third person to add to that list, like... I don't see KD winning. I don't see Steph winning it just because they already have them. And right. I, I'm not sure Chris Paul will be a candidate quite like he was no. last year. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that that angle to things. I, I'm not sort of in the realm where we couldn't have a repeat winner here next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think speaking to that narrative thing, you're right. It's not a it's not a one year award. The MVP. Yeah, it's definitely you have to work up to the MVP after a couple over a couple of years. And I yeah. think KD. Is off to a good start with that after his playoff performances last year. Yeah, uh, to to finish it off against the Bucks. Um, just having those massive. You trying to remember the games? Hmm? Are you trying to remember the games right now? No, I'm trying to figure something else out, but okay. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, and I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't think I think the narrative is there for him with the Nets sort of not having Kyrie. Uh, if the Nets can be sort of still the one seed without Kyrie, I think that a lot of that praise will fall onto KD. Yeah. Um, about his greatness. So that's kind of why I went with KD. Yeah. I think the league has kind of moved on from needing a one or two seed now. I think we are slightly past that point, just with Westbrook winning in a few years ago as, what, a six seed, I think? Yeah. And then see, but that was... last year is still the three seed. Yeah. See, I yeah, I went with... In my head, I went with one, two seed winners. Yeah. Um, I didn't discount three seed, like projected three seeds in my opinion. Three, four seed, yeah. yeah. Um, four seeds was really pushy for me. Did you have sixes at three or four? I thought uh, you had four. them at four. Had yeah. Four. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Westbrook was a complete anomaly. Yeah, he, he was. It was the first year in 
50 years or whatever yeah, it was that he averaged the triple-double or f- yeah. 40 years or something like that. Yeah, but I think that set a precedent as to where it's like, if a guy's doing really good things, he doesn't need to necessarily be a top two. So he needs to be a good team. He needs to be right. a good player and on a good team. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't necessarily need to be a top seed. But what I was trying to figure out before was... I don't think there's ever been an MVP that's had this kind of gap between their awards, as far as I can remember. Or at least oh. not in the past, like, 20 years or so. Um, um, between KD, his first and second. Yeah. Right. Or if even if, like, Steph between his second and now what would mm. be his third if you won it this season. Usually, people who win MVP win them back-to-back, or they win them, like, two and three years, yeah. or I guess LeBron four and five. But, like, um, I was trying to think back to MJ's MVPs. I'm trying to remember what years they were. Um, right. Well, but, he's got five of them things. Mm, so. so it's kind of hard. It's kinda, like, they'd all be relatively close together. You'd think so, right? Yeah. So it's like, is KD really going to have what, like a, what is it, like a seven, eight year gap now? Um, It was 2014. So, so a seven year gap. Seven year gap. Yeah. That just seems like, it seems like we a have no precedent for that. That is true. Um, But I think, you know, that narrative has been pushed a lot for LeBron in recent years too. It's also been a while since his last MVP, which was 13. Yeah. And he's been top of the conversation. Uh, also should be in this, in this running, um, I would imagine as the Lakers being one of the top seeds in the in the West. Yeah. Um, and he's sort of talked about wanting to get it back the last couple of years when he's been with the Lakers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's a couple of interesting narratives here. I'm also, to be honest, my runner-up is Giannis. Interesting. Okay. Um, I am not discounting at all that he could win it three and four years. Giannis was certainly someone I considered. Um, just because I think. He, I don't know if there's going to be voter fatigue with Giannis because he's just so awesome to watch. Like, he's just like, his impact is undeniable in every sense of the way. And if, as we've seen so far, he's added yeah. a shot. See, that's the special thing. Yeah. Then, like, where's the fatigue coming from? It's, right. This is a new-ish player. Yeah, most improved player. So <laughs> The first ever MVP and most improved player in the same Probably season. the first time, two times in, most improved player as two, well. Uh... Did we get a second time most improved player? I think we have. No, maybe we haven't. I don't I think so. We, I thought we had one, but maybe not. Um, yeah, I mean, his shot looks crazy right yeah. now in the preseason. Um, like, it's still it's still a bit funky looking. It's nothing Ray Allen or Steph or anything like of that. Of course, yeah. But it's looking effective. It. Yeah. Especially that sort of fadeaway in the mid-range looks awesome right mm. now. It's high. It's unblockable. Um, yeah, if that's, like, if that's a go-to piece of his arsenal now, he could... I think he could definitely run it back. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should mention Jokic. Yeah, definitely. He, he was not someone I was like, well, like, I want him to win, but right. I don't think he will. Is the no. thing. Like, I would not pick him to win just because he already won last year. Yeah. And, there's, and, like, that's part of the same thing as, like, it's a multi-year award. It's yeah. going to be someone from last year who doesn't have one and right. who didn't win last year. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think also, I don't know, Jokic felt like a... Sort of from the media standpoint, we obviously enjoyed it, but the it seemed like a quiet MVP year. In a yeah, way, in definitely. a way, like he obviously he obviously deserved it. He was my pick by the end of the year. Yeah, I think he was pretty much everyone's pick. Um, but yeah, it seemed a bit quiet. I don't think there's a lot of back to back potential with Jokic and and the Nuggets. You know, starting the year without Murray. Yeah, the, and the West, the top of the West, has already been tough. Yeah, um, no, I mean we've both picked them as what like a fourth seed as well. Uh, I think I had them at the third or fourth seed. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a lot of names this year. I feel like, um, Steph is an interesting one that you brought up because he is going to be that sort of same level, uh, talent that he was last year, obviously with yeah, the scoring and all that, but, I, clay, but yeah, um, I just don't think the Warriors will be 
quite uh, good enough. Quite good yeah. enough, at least standings-wise. I think they'll yeah. be a very good team, just I don't think they'll have the record. Yeah, yeah. No, I see them in the bottom half of the West playoffs. Maybe a playing team. Yeah. Um, that kind of range. Yeah. Um, yeah, do we want to move on? Uh, yeah, let's go. All right, so next up is our League Pass team to watch. So this is right. uh, an award we have uh, that we've come up with. Just yeah. a team that we think is going to be fun to watch yeah. and we think you should watch. Okay. I think I know who your answer is. Yeah, I've actually got two answers for this. I also have two answers. Okay, do you, do you have a good team and a bad team? Because that's how I've done it. Yes, I actually do. Okay, do you want to go to the good team first? All right. All right. Three, two, one. Hawks. Bulls. Okay, yeah. I thought it would be the Bulls for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm in love with the Bulls this year. I think that their entire guard rotation is fantastic. I think having Vooch there is such like, uh, it's almost like forgotten about that Vooch is there, one of the best big men in the league. Yeah. One of the best scoring big men in the league. Um, just to sort of throw him in, I guess, is, is what it feels like. And I think they've got a lot of interesting wings that I can get behind, especially Patrick Williams. Um, yeah, I just think it's going to be a really fun offense to watch. Yeah, I mean... I like the Hawks. And from what well. we saw in preseason, the Bulls are very, very fun to watch. Yeah. Just like they're... Bre- they're they're a team that scores from everywhere. And yeah. that's like so rare in today's game, I think. Like yeah. we see a lot of teams that either focus a lot on the three or focus a lot on the outside. We don't have teams that like kind of do everything. And I think the Bulls are a team that just kind of does everything. They're yeah. like the kind of team that I think you want to run in 2K. Right, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You can sort of, there's a whole lot, of, like there's lots of fun players to play with that can do sort of everything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, the Hawks is a great pick as well. Yeah, I mean, the the Hawks, I've I've completely bought into the Hawks um, yeah. from last year's playoff run. I just think they're a lot of fun. I think they have a lot of really fun, interesting young players. I'm big on Kevin Hurd. Obviously, Trey Young is very good. Um, I think some of their vets are going to take a bit of a step back. Like, I don't expect Gallo to be doing all that much, um, as we said in our season previews. But I just think they've got enough really young, exciting, fun guys where it's just going to be like, yeah, this is good to watch. This is yeah. just good basketball. There's Yeah, there's just so many, like, names on that team that are fun to watch. Mm. There's, there's depth at every position, and no matter who they put in, you're not like, oh, I have to watch five minutes of whoever you're like yeah. oh yeah now i get to see this guy as well awesome yeah yeah, uh, yeah and like i get to see this guy run with these guys yeah yeah, yeah. for sure all right our bad team okay i feel like we we either might have the same one or i know what yours is okay but you definitely know what mine is but okay i think we, we could have the same one okay. no actually i don't know there's a no, couple I think, I think I, you might have i think i might know what yours is actually but anyway let's go for it all right three two one magic. Rockets. Yeah, I knew you okay. picked magic. Yeah, definitely knew you. See, I thought you might also pick the magic. I also thought you might pick the wizards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I didn't classify them as a bad team. Yeah, um, that's fair. But no, I am going to enjoy watching the magic with you. Yes, um That yes. is our uh, sort of weird fandom team. <laughs> yeah. Just for the rejoice of them being bad again. Um, no, I think there's a lot to like on the magic team. A lot of interesting pieces to look out for. Uh, Wendell Carter just signed an extension, mm. sort of kind of out of the blue to me, at least. I don't know if they had to lock him down for four years, but anyway. Um, especially when they've got other bigs on the roster. That I didn't see the money on that deal. Uh, 50 mil. Okay. Yeah. It's so not it's, bad. It's not a crazy amount of money. Um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of interesting players to watch. We're big RJ Hampton fans. Yeah. I'm a massive Jalen Suggs fan. Yeah, the Wagners um, as well. Yeah, the Wagners are going to be fun seeing the bros play together. Um, and, and that team seems to like each other a lot, so it's going to be fun watching. Yeah, I just think they have like good chemistry. It's just going to be a nice young team. They're going to be bad. We know they're going to be yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, I think we both had them as our 15th seed, but yeah, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm really excited to watch Magic games. Never thought I would say that. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> definitely. Um, um, and the Rockets make a lot of sense. That's m- m- what I thought you might pick. I wasn't entirely sure. but Yeah, no, I'm definitely on the Rockets sort of bandwagon for their future i like a lot of their uh, young guys especially all their like draft picks this year i think are all very interesting in different ways um and i'm excited to see them sort of together uh, i guess yeah <laughs> um play together even though none of them are like a sort of 
natural fit. I'm excited to see them try and work it out together because I feel like I think they all want to play together. Yeah, yeah, and they've just got some bucket getters on that oh, team. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, um, let's get to our third award, which is our league pass teams not to watch. I think our only mean one in here. Honestly, right. I kind of feel bad about doing this at all. We could skip it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm here for it. Just a little bit of, you know. Just a little bit of... Avoid this team. You know, nothing okay. too exciting. Okay. Have you got a good and bad team for this one as well? I don't. I only have one team. I'm not okay. even like super thrilled about having put this in here. I thought, like, oh, yeah, this would be a good award. And I couldn't think of a team that I really didn't want to watch. Okay. Um, is your team a good team or a bad team? It's a bad team. And I'll ma- it's a bad team? Right, I'll match you with mine. Okay. So, three, two, one, Cavs. Spurs. Yeah. Spurs were yeah. almost a team I picked. I also have Cavs slash Spurs. Uh, but Cavs in a... Don't watch them... But also kind of watch them for yeah. memes. Yeah. No, I'm not even in like the watch them for memes category. Like, oh no, watch the guard rotation. Don't watch the forwards. Oh really? <laughs> I'm I'm in it for watch the bigs and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see what they end up doing. That's the only reason I'd watch a Cavs game, right? Yeah, now. but I'm not okay. Watch the guards for good basketball. Don't watch the forwards for good basketball. Right. Because seeing Larry Markin and Kevin Love and Jared Allen play together is not going to be fun. They started. They started uh, Markin and Mobley and Allen in their last preseason. Ridiculous. Game. It's fantastic. I. That's the shit I want to see from the Cavs. It's <laughs> hilarious. I cannot wait. Like if I watch a Cavs game, it's for that. Okay. So but, so bad it's good. Yeah. Um. But my Spurs are the actual team not to watch. For yeah. Me, um. Just because I think. It's not going to be super... Like, it's obviously pop basketball, but I don't think it's going to be super exciting. Mm. Um, and I know we're both big Keldon guys, but yeah. I think I can just watch the highlights of Keldon yeah. and leave the rest of the Spurs. It's going to be slow. It's going to be fundamental. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It'll be yeah. It'll be basketball players playing good basketball. It's just not going to be super fun to watch. Yeah. I, I fully get you there. They were almost my pick yeah. Um, there. But yeah, other than uh, Keldon... They don't have a whole lot that's, like, drawing me in that right. I haven't already seen right. in particular. It's like, I can watch DeJounte Murray. I like watching him play. But I've also seen him play for a few years. Yeah. It's like, it's not drawing me in quite as much. Yeah. Um, the only other reason I'd be watching is to watch Jock. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course. Get some minutes and hopefully um, have some stuff happen for him. But, um, yeah, I'm not super interested in the Spurs. Haven't really been for the last couple of years. No. Either, but no. definitely not this year, except for Keldon. Um, and my good team is the Jazz. I just, really? Yeah, okay. we just know what they are already. I don't want to watch them anymore. <laughs> Fair I'm, enough. I'm sick of it. Um, I'll watch them in the playoffs, and then hopefully that something changes there, but I know what they are. Yeah. yeah I don't need to watch Jazz games. Really. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, something else I have mentioned to you is I'm not super thrilled about watching the Warriors. Like, I don't yeah. particularly love watching the Warriors, but I'm not going to say don't watch them, because that's yeah. very much a personal preference of me. Right. Um, I just wish they would attack inside a little bit more. I just don't like them. I don't like watching them take as many threes as they do. Yeah. But they've also got a lot of really good reasons to watch them. Yeah. With Steph and Jordan Bull and yeah. Clay at some point. And I'm obviously a big Michael Mulder guy. Like, yeah. all these guys, <laughs> um, I think, are definitely reasons to watch them. Yeah. And I, w- I want to see what sort of shenanigans Kaminga gets up to. Yeah. Sort of in that offense. It's going to be fun. All right. Uh, what's next for us? We've got our... Ooh, speaking of, the Six Man of the Year Award. Yeah. All right. Um, three, two... One Caruso, Pool. I like that pick yeah. a lot. Yeah, I sort of uh, forgot about Pool to be honest, but I like that. Uh, I'll let you go first on Caruso here because I like okay. that pick a lot. Actually, yeah, I think Caruso is going to be like he's going to be a guy that gets a lot of minutes, and I think he's going to be a really important part for the Bulls team, um, especially if if they're really good. I think he's going to get a lot of attention because a he's already sort of like 
a star in his own right as Alex Caruso. Yeah. Um, as a like obviously a bit of a meme, but also a pretty solid basketball player. Very solid, yeah. Um, and I think in the preseason he showed what he's going to do. He's going to go out there, he's going to defend, he's going to be able to score, he's going to be able to facilitate. And I think that's sort of the things you want out of a six man. Um, he might not score on the level of someone like Poole yeah. or Clarkson who won it last year, but I think he's going to be very, very fundamental and very, very... Uh, important for the Bulls team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I definitely agree there. I think Paul... Oh, sorry. Uh, I think uh, Caruso's a really good pick, especially just because, like, I don't know if Six Men's ever, like, a defensive kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, he could very well be the first one in a while who's, like, just out there doing a lot of things other than scoring. Right. Then again, Montrose Harrell was kind of, like, a little bit. He was doing yeah, a lot true. of the stuff other than scoring. But, yep. yeah. Um, my Jordan Poole pick is... Yeah. It comes with an asterisk of whether or not he, like, fully qualifies. Right. It's, like, because I'm presuming he's starting until Clay comes back. I'd imagine so. Yeah, so... It depends when he comes back. If he play, if he has to start like twenty something games, he probably won't win. Uh, but if he doesn't, I, you know, I fully expect him to score 15, 16, 17, maybe yeah. even like eighteen points per game. He's going to be like your prototypical what a six man he is. Someone who just goes out there and gets you buckets. Um, my pick, if uh, Jordan Poole isn't eligible, is Derrick Rose. Okay, I like that pick too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Derrick Rose might win it just because he's Derrick Rose. Right. Like if he's having a good season, like he's putting up. 14 a game. Yeah. I think he wins it just because he's Derrick Rose. And honestly, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's interesting with Derrick Rose. I think he, if he was going to win it, I think he would have won it one of the last two years. That's fair. Um, when he put up, he was putting like 18 the last two years or something mm. like that, wasn't he? Um, and he definitely had some like momentum behind him there. And it's it sort of never really got him over the to winning it. Um, so I'd be, I don't know. I'm a bit interested now that this, uh, Nick's team seems a bit more fuller offensively yeah. in, in sort of other areas, whether or not he can keep up that production. Um, obviously still being good, hopefully, but just sort of not maybe having the counting stats. I think um, the idea with him there is also, he didn't win it because, like, look at who he was off the bench behind. Kind right. of thing. Like, now he's off the bench behind Kemba Walker, yeah. which is a much more, like, it, it's a higher profile player. I feel like you kind of need that a little bit. It's like your sixth man of the year. He needs to actually be the sixth man. He right. can't just be put into that role quite as much. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if people thought of him as the sixth man last year when he was coming off the bench for Alfred Payton. Yeah, yeah, he very well could have yeah. started over Alfred Payton. Yeah. It was kind of just a fit thing, or I don't right. even know why he wasn't starting. Really, he could have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Alfred only played like twenty minutes a game or something like that mm. as well. Like he just kind of out there just for defense to start games. Very Tibbs in that way, but um, yeah, it is interesting. My sort of backup is um. If if things fall right, is Malik Beasley? Uh, yeah, yeah, because he's, he's definitely see it. He, cause he's definitely a starting caliber player in this league. I feel like offensively, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, but he's going to be coming off the bench. And if if the Wolves team is exceeding expectations and they're all that offense is humming and he's a big part of that, I think he's got definitely got to run for it. Oh yeah, I mean he's off the bench. He's probably what like uh, good for at least sixteen, maybe yeah. up to like twenty something. Yeah, and you know he's your. How was he described coming into his rookie year? He was described to me as a 3 and D player, but D stands for dunks. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, I like that. That's accurate. He shoots yeah. threes and he gets to the rim. And um, he he has his own sort of source getting there, but he's not sort of, a, you know, give it to him and get out of the way as much type of player, I feel no, like. No, not quite as much, but he also... He plays really well within an offense. He's yeah. a good cutter. He's good in transition. Yeah. Um, and he shot... I think like forty two percent from three when he was wow. with with the Timberwolves. Right. Um, not necessarily when he was with the Nuggets, but I think he ended up averaging about forty, uh, about forty percent. So yeah, he's definitely yeah. a very strong offensive player, and I think that is kind of what the award tends to be. So Malik Beasley is a good pick. Yeah. Questionable whether a player on what we expect not a great team 
to be, you know, whether right. he can win it there. But yeah, and another thing going for him is I think he could be the stabilizing factor of Ant sort of gets a bit up and down during the season mm. um, for them. They could definitely lean on him a lot more coming off the bench to sort of stabilize that two guard offense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next award here. What are we doing? We're looking at uh, MIP here. Okay. All right. So three, two, one. MPJ. Interesting. Yeah, I like MPJ though. Okay. Uh, he seems a bit too high, pro- high profile for me. I think mine's like the obvious pick right. a little bit in that like actually this is almost exactly what Brendan Ingram was in that right, when okay. he won it, he went from like eighteen points per game to an All Star the next season, averaging like twenty something. I think yeah. that's just what Michael Porter Jr. is doing. So. Look at Brandon Ingram's stats and then put that on Mike Wood Jr. That's kind of why yeah. I think you'll win it. I kind of didn't even think about that angle, but you are right that, that like we have a precedent of that at this point. I feel mm. like I think Giannis got his MIP when he sort of took that twenty point per game yeah. jump as well. Um, so that's definitely a good pick. I like Terrence Mann because I think he's going to yeah, have he- a bigger role, obviously with Kawhi out this year, and he showed a lot in the playoffs to me. Um, and he's just a guy that goes out and plays hard, and I think he's going to sort of put up around like 15, 16 a game maybe and like go out there and board and just play hard and play defense and stuff. Yeah, I mean, he was pegged by the GM survey as like what they, as someone they expect to have a oh, breakout, breakout year. year. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I just feel like he's, that's a great pick, honestly. Like he, he plays really hard. He does a lot of different things. I feel like he is kind of a good example for this. I just think it's too much of a scoring award. Right. No, that's a fair point. And MPJ is definitely going to fill it up this year. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting around like 25 a game, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And then Man was my second pick, and Jordan Poole was my third pick there. Okay, yeah. Probably. I, got, I had a bunch of guys for this award, actually. I had um, Keldon Johnson, obviously, for mm-hmm. the Spurs, um, who we think is going to take a big step. He might just not take big enough a step, perhaps, and he might just not be seen enough in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, I've got Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who I think is going to have that's an, interesting pick, an yeah. even bigger role with the Pelicans this year. Um especially now that their guards are a bit thin. I think he's definitely going to have a role. Um, I had Jalen Brunson, who I think is going to start for the Mavs okay. and have a bigger role. I think he's just going to be better. Um, I also had RJ Barrett as a fun little throw and pick. Okay. Where if if he's the leading scorer for the Knicks and he had, like, even amongst all the guys they have there, he's still the leading scorer and he looks just more solid all around, I mm. think he could get it. That's MPJ-esque a little bit. Yeah, In terms of, bit. like, that pick, I just didn't really consider it. I was like, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be an all-star, but I think he could work himself into like a injury replacement if we have two injuries consideration type of guy. Really? You know okay. I mean? So right. yeah, you do seem to have kind of high hopes. For yeah, him there. yeah, I'm definitely. not sure. I'm not quite sure if he'll reach that, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see if he does. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's up next? Uh, speaking of that, we have first-time all-stars next. Yeah. All right. Uh, three, two, one. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Yeah. This is a fantastic pick. <laughs> Tell me about this. All right. Um, okay. So I did make this pick before Ben Simmons was back with the team. Right. Um, I'm still assuming he doesn't play. I just think he's going to have like a really solid season averaging 23, I want to say, as... I don't know. Like there's a few different things kind of going in my head with this. It's like um, in the East, I feel like the top teams might get two All-Stars. Like each of like the top four teams might get two All-Stars and then everyone else gets one. Um, so he's very much kind of in that range with like a middle 10, maybe like a BAM is kind of, mm. I guess he'd probably be the Heat's second all-star, Jimmy yeah. Butler being the first. Uh, like James Harden's kind of like the only second place who's like an absolute lock. Right. Um, yeah, I just think he's going to be a good scorer. I don't think Ben Simmons is going to be with the team all that much. And like, uh, uh, what was I going to say? On basketball reference, he's like, 
they, they've got stats as to like what his best lineups and stuff like that are. His right. best lineups are always with Embiid. Every single one of his best yeah. lineups is Embiid. His best duo is with Embiid. When it's Tobias Harris and Embiid out there yeah. as the one-two, that is when Tobias Harris is at his best. Okay. So I think he's going to average 22-23. I think yeah. the Sixers are going to be good. And I also wanted to go for like kind of an interesting pick. Yeah, that is a very interesting pick. What did he put up last year? Was it 20? Uh, about 21? 19 and a half. 19 and a half, yeah. So around that 20 mark. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to take a step up if Simmons isn't playing. Um... Uh, hopefully he can be sort of as good as he was last year. He was really good last yeah. year. Um, he was efficient and he didn't look as sort of, uh, I don't know what's the word to describe it, empty calories as he had looked in the past, yeah. especially with that first year with the Sixers, which you know was a truncated year um, for him as he got traded halfway through the year. But um, it was always sort of a weird fit to start, I thought, on that team. But he seems to have definitely stepped into it last year. So um, yeah, it's a very interesting pick. He He would be sort of... The last on the list of second all stars of those teams, I think so. I'd yeah, um, like he's below a Middleton for sure. Yeah, and I'd say he's also below a Bam. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That so that's an interesting like that'd be interesting if they sort of just shoe in a second one for the top four of the East. But yeah, I, I mean, think the East might be too crowded for that though. Possibly. Like he, I'm I'm looking at the rest of the standings here. It's like at least our predictions for the standings. Mm. Like you're probably expecting Tatum and Brown to both make it. Yeah. Um. I, th- I mean, he's above probably a John Collins, I would say. Yeah. I think he's above a second Knicks guy. He might, honestly... If the Knicks aren't great, he might be above Julius Randle, maybe. Depending. Um, I think he's definitely above a second Hawks guy. Uh, definitely. And, and, and a Knicks guy. Um, I think he's also definitely above a second Bulls guy. I think only one of those three guys is going to make it. Uh, that, that's going to be... Is that that weird? I guess it's going to be Levine. Probably, Buck, yeah. It could be DeMar. Um, it's probably not Vooch, but then again, look at the positions, yes. I guess, a little bit. Yeah, that is true. Um, I feel like maybe one Pacers guy makes it, but I could also see no Pacers guys making yeah, it. Yeah, definitely, depending if they sort of... Like, I think there's maybe a little bit of room. Okay. Maybe. If he has a really good season, I think he yeah. can slot in. He's maybe more of like an injury replacement guy. I think he's, mm. he'd be like, kind of what you were saying with RJ Barrett, maybe like a second injury replacement kind of right. guy. I but th- yeah, I think, he'd, I think he'd hopefully be sort of one of the first up ones there yeah. in terms of injury replacement. But like yeah, he was he was in the conversation for All Star last year. I think I think he makes it this year if okay. if things break right for him. Right. I'm excited. If he's deserving, I'm very excited to see him there. That's sort of like that is a very out of the way pick that I haven't even like considered. Mm. So I like that. Yeah. I've just gone with Jar. I've been preaching it yeah the last <laughs> couple of weeks that we've been on here. I think he's pretty much a lock for the All Star this year. Okay. Yeah. In my eyes anyway. Alright. Um what's next? We have uh, coach of the year, I believe. Okay. All right. Uh, three, two, one. James Bud. Brego. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is that that would be two time or three time? Three Bud. time now. Three time Bud. Yeah. Um, I never feel great about it. <laughs> I I thought about Bud. Um, obviously they're going to be one of the best teams in the East. Yep. They're going to be a good defense. They're going to be a good offense. Uh, probably top five in both. He, Bud wasn't my pick until you showed me those videos of Giannis shooting. Yeah. Actually. Um. I, I don't know. I can see the Bucks winning 65 games. Yeah. And if they do, I see Bud winning it as much as I don't love it because he's. I don't think he's a great coach, but like they're coming off a title, they win 65 games. Yeah. Maybe I'm just dumb. Like Maybe <laughs> he is a good coach. He's, <laughs> he's definitely a good regular season coach. We've seen that time yeah. and time again. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, in terms of regular season coach of the year, he, he's definitely deserving. And I think he's, he's probably earned it every single year he's won it. Um, yeah. So I mean I'm I'm not against him re-winning it, it, but it does sort of is there coach of the year fatigue? Is that a thing? 
<laughs> I mean, his last win was eighteen nineteen, and then before then, that was with the Hawks in like fifteen sixteen, I think. Yeah, that crazy year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I can't say you're wrong. Yeah, it's insane. That, I kind of wish I could. Yeah, a little bit, just because like I don't know. We've talked about it. We don't love how Bud handles rotations in the playoffs, but yep. again, it's a regular season award. Yeah, and they're coming off a title, so we can't even be like, oh, you failed in the playoffs because yeah. he didn't. Ultimately, yeah. he didn't. Um. And yeah, you're right. The Bucks are going to win a lot of games, so he could mm. he could be him. Um, yeah, I went James Borrego because I think he's going to get this Hornets team looking very competent with all the pieces they have. Um, he's already a good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a bit more pieces around Lamelo, um, especially Mason Plumlee as a big man, but also those wings are a bit deeper. Um, they've got good guards. Uh, Booknight looked awesome in preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, put up a lot of shots. Uh, was somewhat infamish- uh, inefficient, but like. To be fair, though, they did not look good in the preseason. I think they went like 1-3 and three or 1-4 and four or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but all the teams yeah, don't look good in the preseason. It's preseason. Pre- yeah, the Lakers went 0-6. So. Um, yeah, I just think he's going to be a good coach and get this team looking like scary night in, night out. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're a little bit too young. and I, right. I don't know if you had them in the playoffs. I didn't. Uh, I think I had them in my play. Let me just double check. Actually, I think you might have had them at your 11th seed. Uh, you're right. I did have them as my 11th seed. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I had them him, at yeah. around my 12 seed. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see a losing team getting coach of the year. But yeah, he could. it could be a good yeah. kind of option there. Yeah. Um, the guy who I did consider, and the guy who I put down before Bud, was actually uh, Spolstra. Okay, I like that pick, yeah. He hasn't won one yet, which is crazy. Yeah, um, I was thinking, like, surely this year, but also why this year? Why not yeah. ever before? <laughs> right. Um, I didn't actually think about that. That's kind of a good pick, because... There is a lot of pieces to put together this year. Um, and there's some internal growth that's going to help the team and all that sort of stuff. So I think, he, yeah, he could be a shooting and they're hopefully going to be one of the top seeds in the East. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, I think the only issue is just like people are expecting them to be really good right. and they won't exceed expectations. Like, I think the Bucks, people are expecting them to be a high 50s, low 60s win team. If they can get to the mid, maybe high 60s, um, then, like, that's exceeding expectations. I just don't see the heat exceeding people's expectations of them right now. Right. Um, And it's sort of also, to me, a bit of the case of if he hasn't won it now, is he ever going to win one? Yeah. Because he's been a great coach for a very long time, and it's sort of like they were the the one seed all those years with LeBron there, and he couldn't pick it up there once. Yeah, I know. It's like, what do you really win it now? That's also kind of getting to me a little bit. Yeah, I think that might hold him back, but it's it's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you have any other mm-hmm. backup? Um, I was. <coughs> I almost put Tibbs until I realized he won it last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was. Oh, me. actually, yeah, I was like Monty Williams won it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Nate McMillan also mm. he turned that Hawks team around last year. If he can get them into a top four seed, yeah. or something like that uh, in the East this year, he, he's definitely in contention. I love Nate McMillan. I think he's awesome. Mm. Uh, awesome head coach. Yeah, the pace is playing well, but before he got randomly fired. And then, yeah, it turned the Hawks around last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Monty Williams and why am I blanking his name? The Jazz coach. Oh, Quinn Snyder. Snyder. That's yeah. it, yeah. Uh, also probably in contention there. And also, like, it's kind of just top seeds are also in contention. Like, it's Steve terrible. Nash might be in contention. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, it is pretty much, it usually goes to a high seed, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is uh, our, best, our best bromance award. Okay. All right. So, I don't know how we say this one, because it's two names. Right. Uh, we'll just go through it anyway. All right. <laughs> three. I actually have three names. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. OG Dragic. <laughs> yeah, I feel weird. Uh, I've got Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, and KPJ. Okay, interesting. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Jalen Green and Josh are already best friends. They were best <laughs> friends in high school. They played on the same uh, AAU team together. Um, and then I think they're just going to be friends with KPJ because they've all got to share the ball. They're yeah. all scorers. <laughs> okay. And they're all just sort of like, they're just like guys that hang out and have fun, I feel like. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Who did you have? You had OG and... Dragic. Dragic. That is a fun... <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a fun duo. Dragic is a fun guy to be around. Him and Jimmy were br- romance Yeah, last that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like, Dragic seems like... You know, he seems like a very serious guy, but he's going to get in with, like, some of these funny characters and, like, yeah. just these interesting characters. I feel like OG is maybe one of the best guys on the Raptors there. Obviously, we don't know if Dragic is staying on the Raptors the entire season. Right. But at least for the time he's there, I think he and yeah. uh, OG are going to get along really, really well. Honestly, I, I I don't know too much about the Raptors' personalities, but you could throw maybe like I don't know a Boucher in there. Yeah, as well. him and Scotty Barnes seem to get on pretty well so yeah. far. Dragic and Scotty, um, they're both sort of bubbly characters, but um, hard nosed on the court. So mm. I think they get along in that way. I'd love to see um, Dragic and Serge hang out. I feel like they'd have fun together. Okay, weirdly yeah, okay. enough, yeah, I feel like Serge is kind of like a bit more uh, straight man sort of humor. Yeah, um, but um, I feel like Dragic should like get a lot of fun out of him. Yeah, mm. I uh, like that pick though. Uh, a more Homer pick for me as well is uh, Bones Highland and Bol Bol, who are apparently just like best friends. Oh, already. Really? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> okay, I'm excited to see that. <laughs> or at least they play really well together. I think they kind of Bones talks a lot about Bol Bol, doesn't talk much at all. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't heard a lot of Bol. Do you know how Bol? Do you know Bol's accent? Like it's. <laughs> No. He does not sound like what you'd expect. He sounds like just an American dude. Yeah, well, I mean, he was born in America. I know, but it's like, I look at him, and I'm thinking, like, his father, and I'm like, yeah. does he really sound like that? Yeah, I think, yeah, because he, he just, I think he just grew up in the States. Yeah. And like, obviously, he's Manute's son, and Manute was in the States, and yeah, I think he more or less he's just got the normal American yeah. accent. Yeah. yeah, it was just weird to see. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, next up is our Most Immense Munch of the Year Award. Um, so this is the best dunk and on who. So again, another two-name one. Yep. Maybe you have three names for this no, one as well. No, that'd, oh, that'd be sick, though. <laughs> yeah. That'd be Munch of the Year if there was three names on there. <laughs> I don't, though, no. All right. Um, okay, so obviously it didn't work last time. Tell you what, you go first on this one. So uh, okay. Um, three, I've two, got, one. <laughs> yeah, I've got um, uh, Ant punching it on Dwight Howard. I have know, like, Ant punching it on Gobert. Nice. <laughs> I wanted to put Gobert so bad, but I just think maybe I don't know. I I hope you're right. See, I think Ant's gonna go for it yeah. so much That's what on I, someone like Gobert. Yeah, Ant gets up for big games. Uh, I think in LA against Russ, who's gonna fire him up against LeBron, who he got fired up against last year and like had some sick performances against. I think he's just gonna drive the rim one time. Dwight's gonna be all goofy and trying to block shots so he can shoot his threes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you saw that, yeah, saw yeah. that story. Yeah, if he blocks, what, two shots, he gets to shoot a three, yeah. I think, is what um, LeBron said to him. Yeah, and Ant's just going to rise up and absolutely <laughs> yeah. punch it on him. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we both went for Ant. I feel like that's a very fair yeah. and common pick among most people. But yeah, I, I just think he's really going to go after Gobert. Yeah. Um, I think Dwight Howard's the easier of the two to maybe get a dunk yeah, off definitely. on. Um, but yeah, I mean, we kind of went the exact same realm. Big defensive centers big three, both three-time defensive player of the years yeah big yeah. guy that ant wants to show show off on yeah yeah because to me i don't know Ant might be the best athlete in the nba to me maybe yeah in terms of combinate he's like he's definitely one of the most explosive he can get up there he's built like a tank um even in his rookie year he was built like a tank i'm excited to see what he looks like in six years you know of having nba conditioning yeah. and stuff sort of what sort of level his body's going to be at um 
He's bigger this year than he was last year. As yeah, well. he's Grew. taller. Yeah, um, which is scary. <laughs> he's just built like a bulldog. Yeah, I think he's and he loves just dunking on people and yeah. just doing highlight shit. I think it's gonna be awesome. Was, yeah. it, was he your dunk of the year last year? I, I believe want, so. Yeah, Watanabe. Yeah, I think he was mine. Um, I don't know if he was the official number one though, like of the NBA's top hundred dunks or whatever. Mm. I think it might have been like a Bridges one or something like that, or some other one later in the year. Yeah, but I remember, yeah. Ant last year in Montanabi was just insane. Mm. Just completely like baptized him. <laughs> yeah, I was all, I was considering Anton Watanabe again. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of wanted to run it back, but I'm not even sure if he's on the team. Watanabe. Yeah, I think he's is, still on. Is the he Ra- still on the Raptors? I think so. Okay, all right. Well, that's good for him. But um, I, I hope so. I am a fan of Watanabe. I read an article by him on the Players Tribune. Yeah, um, I'm Watanabe guy. Like a big shooting four, and seems like mm. a cool guy. But um, I'm not 100 percent sure if he's still around. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Next up, we have. What do we have? We have, uh, dif- defense player of the year here. Yeah. All right. Um, sort of the opposite of what we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Giannis. Bam. Okay. Giannis is my backup. Yeah. So yeah. the reason I went with Giannis is kind of something what you were saying before in that like is there voter fatigue with Giannis? I think. Enough as to where he doesn't win MVP, but not enough as to where he doesn't win Defensive Player of the Right, year. okay, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a fair point. Um, I, I always have trouble sort of pinpointing who I think Defensive Player of the Year is going to be. I feel um, like it's just been a rotation of the same four guys. guys. Like the Especially last in the like in the general conversation, it's always been like those couple guys. Yeah, um, Gobert, Kawhi went healthy, Draymond Green went healthy. AD's always, his name's thrown around there. He hasn't won it one yet. Yeah, and then... Giannis as well. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely thought about Giannis. He's my runner-up, I think, because I think the Bucs are going to be maybe the best defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought AD, long and hard, for some reason, I didn't quite go with it. I didn't think the Lakers might have been as a whole, because it always tends to go to one of the best Defensive teams. teams, for sure. Yeah. Um, and sort of whoever's the best defender on one of the best teams usually gets it. Um, although the Lakers... They've been a good defensive team the last couple of years, I think. I think so as well, yeah. So maybe AD's still right up there. Um, but I just went with Bam because I think the Heat are going to be like a top five defense, hopefully. I think they've got defenders all over the court. Yeah. Um, and I think Bam is going to take another step. Um, I actually tried to do some like advanced stats digging for him today. Okay. Um, couldn't really find anything too special. He's, he's around the top of everything, but sure. he's not sort of like top three or anything like that. Okay. But, um, you know, a steal on the block for his whole career so far per game. Mm-hmm. I think some of that is going to jump up uh, just with Larry there and with all the rest of those defensive guys. I think they're really going to get after it. Yeah. There might be less of like pushing guys towards the paint though. Potentially. Or I think even, I, I don't know, I think, the the job of a good defensive guard is generally to run people off the three-point line yeah, to an extent and push them towards the big man. Yeah. And Bam's done a great job of not fouling throughout his career. Um, I think he's under two and a half a game last year um, in a lot of minutes. So I think he's, he's good at staying out of foul trouble, so he's going to be out there for longer and he's going to be able to deter a lot of shots. Plus, he's got some awesome highlight players as well, which I always think helps. Yeah, I think he's definitely a good pick. Like, I mean, he's been in the conversation last year, at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it might just be his turn. I kind of wouldn't hate seeing someone new win it, because mm. I'm kind of sick of seeing Gobert win it. Yeah, that is true. So yeah. am I. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, next one is our final fun award here. So this is the, hey, it's Kevin Love Award. Yeah. So this is the award where Basically, it's someone we kind of just forgot about a little bit, or we haven't really been paying much attention to the last few years, and we might see them from time to time and be like, hey, it's blank. Yeah. We did that a lot with Kevin Love last yeah. year. All right, so let's get into it. So three, 
two, one. Rudy John Gay. Wall. Okay, yeah. John Wall's a good pick. Yeah, Rudy Gay. Yeah, I have not seen Rudy Gay play in quite a while. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of Spurs games, and I definitely haven't seen Rudy Gay. Um, I kind of struggled making this pick mm. as a whole of just trying to like because every time I came across a guy I was like oh yeah I remember him now yeah and, yeah, no, I'm and then that it, as well it's like oh I'm cognizant of Rudy Gay now yeah how am I supposed to put him here yeah and like I almost wanted to pick Eric Gordon but we talked about I him last would, week yeah. yeah we talked about him last week so now I was like oh I kind of know about him now yeah <laughs> um, so he's my second winner but I don't know I think I was a bit more cognizant of Rudy Gay um, but John Wall like last year tried to come back and not mm. be the Kevin Love guy and that also didn't ha- happen. Yeah. And then it, he's sitting out again this year until he's traded or something happens because he's not playing um with the Rockets. So he's literally going to disappear until he's back. And then I'm, we're going to be yeah. like, "Hey, it's, hey, it's like, John Wall. It's actually John Wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's not injuries." Where has he yeah. been? Yeah. yeah. No, that's actually a really good pick for um yeah, I also kind of forgot about John Wall in that I might have forgotten about him so much that I didn't put him here. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Eric Gordon's the guy on the Rockets that we're forgetting. About. Right. And then I was like, oh yeah, John Wall. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately <laughs> hasn't seen him played in forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and with Rudy Gay, I also haven't seen him play very much. I, I think I, wa- I watched a few Spurs games, Spurs games last year, but nothing Rudy Gay did was memorable. Right. He's a good player. I don't know how much jazz I'm going to be watching, but... When they're playing good games against good teams, I will watch them, and he might do some stuff. Yeah. Um. Another guy is Al Horford. He's probably okay, a yeah. little bit too good for this award, right. but obviously he just wasn't playing last year because the Thunder wanted him to not play essentially. But now yeah. he's back on the Celtics. Um. He's gonna play at the very least. Yeah, he's gonna play. Um. That's a good pick too. Um. Yeah, because I kind of I I forgot about him last year. Definitely. Mm. Um. I sort of a bit more on my radar now. They got traded back to the Celtics. Um. But yeah, haven't seen him play in a while, so we'll be like, hey, Al Horford. Yeah, it's Al Horford. And he's still pretty good, I hope. Yeah. His eyes are still pretty nice, too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> still great eyes. <laughs> All right. Um, you, did you have any other picks? Um, if I did, I've already forgotten about them, so they'll be a really? nice treat yes. when they come back on my screen. Yep. All right. Uh, our second last one here is Rookie of the Year. All right. Um, I'm almost certain I know your pick here. Okay. All right. But three, two, one. Jalen Green. Green. Yep. Yep. Here we go. Um, Jalen Green with an asterisk for me because Trey Mann's my real pick. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Jalen Green with a slight asterisk for me because I love Jalen Suggs. <laughs> okay. But I no, I I'm pretty certain. Not certain, but I'm pretty. No fuck, it, I'm pretty certain it's going to be Jalen. Green. I'm also fairly confident here. Like yeah. my official pick is Jalen Green. Obviously, Trey Mann's my homer pick, my yeah. you know our guy pick. Yeah, but yeah. like, Jalen Green's really good. He's really really good. Mm. Um, he can score a lot, which usually helps rookies of the year. Definitely. Um, he's going to be on a team with a lot of opportunity, which also helps. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be. He's going to do have highlight plays, which also helps, and I think he's going to be fairly efficient, honestly. Um, at least when it's sort of all it's all said and done at the end of the year, I think he's he, his efficiency will be fairly good, and he's just gonna have like I think he's gonna put up like twenty a game, mm. sort of kind of as like a minimum for me. I think he's gonna put up really 20 a okay. Game. I'm not that high. I'm, I'm sort of I'm more in like the eighteen range. Yeah, I'm thinking like tw- like twenty to twenty two. Okay, sort of twenty two is like definitely is like his ceiling, um, for his rookie year. But um, yeah, I'm really high. It's surprising neither of us have Cade. Who was? Yeah, I mean, obviously the first pick, and obviously yeah. highly touted. But I just have I haven't watched that much Pistons so, mu- so we far. We haven't seen him during preseason. Yeah, uh, he hasn't played any preseason. Right. Okay. Games. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. There was some stuff in summer league where I was just like, maybe it's going to take a year, just a year, mm. to get Cade comfortable. Um, he's. I think he's working on a bit of a new shot release, not in terms of fully revamping it, just shooting it a bit higher. Uh, you know, sort of getting it a bit higher so it's not so blockable. Yeah, I think that's going to take some time to adjust. And also, I I don't know. He doesn't seem as explosive as someone like Jalen Green, where coming out of the gates, he's going to be sort of more ready to play. I think Cade eventually will be the better player of the two. And Trayman um, will be the best of all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think Green, for his rookie year, is just primed and ready to go. I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, Homer pick again, uh, Bones Highland. Just yeah. another Homer pick to throw in there. He was very good in uh, preseason. Yeah, he was awesome. All right. Uh, I unfortunately don't have a Homer pick. The Heat do not have a pick. No, Omar Yurtsevin. <laughs> He's a beast. He just so productive. He's a beast. Get him on the all-rookie team, second team. Also, uh, Sandro Mamakalashvili. Oh yeah, <laughs> another another name to throw in there. Fantastic, yeah. Mister Irrelevant, right? Sixtieth pick. No, no, no. no. Uh, he was fifty fifth. I want to say fifty fifth. Okay, right. I don't know who was sixty. Yeah, who was Mister Irrelevant this year? Cannot remember. Okay, all right. Um, our final one here, the champ, the big <coughs> one, the big dogs. Who's yes. gonna win the title this year? I'm not sure if I believe. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've I've gone back and forth a lot on mm. this. Honestly, more than I thought I would. I'll say that much. I don't know either. Yeah. Um. But three, two, one, the Lakers. Bucks. Yeah. Ooh. So for me, it was Lakers, Bucks, or Nets. Yep. That was my three. Yep. And I flipped back and forth between all of them last night. Yeah. Um, trying to figure it out. Um, I think Nets, no Kyrie, seemingly might not have Kyrie at all. He doesn't seem too phased about not being vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And Steve Nash is kind of like, yeah, we would just... If he's not going to play for us, we'll just play without him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what they're doing. He's not allowed to be around the team mm. until he's vaccinated. And the real interesting thing <clears throat> is that Kyrie has come out and said he will not retire. When do you say that? On I his, on his IG Live. Okay. Um, he's not going to retire. Um, so will they trade him? That, very interesting. And, yeah. and if they do trade him, that just is a very interesting spanner to throw into the works of what is a very great and deep team. Um like, yeah. what Yeah, what do you get back? We're going to have to ben do a GM's TMs here. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> We're going to have to do a GM's TMs here because, like, yeah. I don't see them getting a star back. I see them getting two, three solid players, kind of maybe akin to what they gave up for Harden. Yeah, um, which I don't think would be maybe what this team needs. I think they would, would want a star back. Yeah, they're fairly I, deep as it yeah, is. Like, they don't need more three depth. more good guys. Like, yeah. At some point, you just can't play some of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nets a bit of turmoil is kind of why I think we've both kind of maybe right. dodged them a little their, bit. Their defense also is a little bit sketchy. Sure. Uh, that's maybe the biggest reason for me personally. Okay. Um, why I didn't have them. Mm-hmm. Um, why I didn't have the Lakers. I think there may be one, they're very old. And I don't know how much I'm really holding that against them, but it is a factor for me. Another thing is they're a bit a touch shallow in terms of, I think, legitimate production, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. They've got guys that can play all over, all through their roster. I don't know how many of them can actually be difference makers in the last They've two rounds They've got maybe of the a few, like, empty-ish stats right. guys who are good for 15, but probably not going to have many great games. I think Melo is kind of a good example of that. He'll be yeah. impactful from time to time, but a lot of the time he'll just kind of be going out there getting his shots. Right. Um, the... I, why I nearly went with the Lakers was AD. AD's maybe the hardest matchup 
in terms of the other contenders. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone on the other two teams that can guard K- uh, AD consistently. Yeah. Um, I I fully expect AD to take a step this year, yeah. as I said in our predictions uh, last week. Uh, just being unlocked by Russell Westbrook and LeBron James in that maybe their lack of depth a little bit doesn't matter quite that much. Right. Uh, especially fully healthy. LeBron is insane. Uh, Russell yeah. Westbrook is very good. Also, I don't know. It's weird to root for the Lakers, but I want a lot of these players to get a ring. Right. That is true. Um, yeah, especially Melo, man. Yeah. Melo and Ross, I want to get rings. Yeah. Um, no, that is a good point. Um, I ultimately went with the Bucks because I think if Giannis is going to add a jumper, it's just a whole nother level. Now. Yeah. Um, it's very, very scary. Um, he's a... He's still going to be a beast. I think now that they have a championship under their belts, they can sort of, they're a bit more comfortable going into it next year. They know what to expect at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gone through, then they've done it. Obviously, everyone says that repeating is harder than winning the first one. Indeed, yeah. But That's I think, kind of my reason for not picking the match. Yeah, really. but I think if if anyone's built to repeat, it's Giannis, as yeah. we've seen over and over again throughout his career. Um, and I think... Drew will be a bit more prepared for the lights in terms mm-hmm. of offensively, hopefully more consistent. Middleton is still going to be a big shot maker. Yeah. Um, but if Giannis can also be a big shot maker in the last three minutes of the game, that just makes them even harder to defend. Yeah. Um, look, not to discount the box, but some of their players and situations yeah. were a tad bit flukish. Like, I don't know if we're going to get quite the same production from like Bobby Portis this right. year as we did last year. And they're, and, I don't a, bit, know. they're a bit more shallow than last year as yeah, well. Yeah, like losing PJ Tucker I think is pretty mm. big there. I don't know. It's like if if they hadn't won the title last year, they probably would be a really good pick for this year. I just think it's, like you said before, repeating is really hard. Really, really hard. Um, And I feel like, I don't know, LeBron really is going to go out there and just get this at this point. Yeah. I mean, it is sort of, it's time to get it. If he's going to catch six, he needs to start it now. Yeah, he's closing in on his last few chances here. Um, But yeah, you're right. AD looks like a beast. Um. I think, I don't know how I would rank them. I think the Nets' defense is just too thin, in mm. all honesty. For, so I think I would put them three, and then Lakers, and then Bucks for me. Yeah, I would go Lakers, Bucks, one, two, and then Nets, yeah. three. Which is, to be honest, a bit of a weird flip from where I was on the Nets, even last week. It's just the no Kyrie, for me. It's I like, honestly don't know how much that plays into it for me. Right. Because I think... They, they're just so, like, KD and Harden in of itself is, like, maybe the best duo in the league. Yeah. Um, and uh, honestly, at that point, it's sort of how much more offense do you need to win a championship? Sure. I think the defense is really where they're, they're, they're lacking. I mean, they definitely have some solid defenders on their team, but there's no real, especially their bigs are so old and... So yeah. and they're undersized and they're not athletic and they're not shot blockers, and I mean you just kind of clashed a little <clears throat> bit there, but yeah, but he's young, yeah, um, and he's a bit thin. I just don't know if he's going to be really sort of you know he's not an AD matchup. He's not strong right. enough to match up with AD. No, exactly. And the other AD matchups that we'll have to play will, if they do make the finals, will be either too small or not athletic enough to hang with them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all too old, really. Yeah. Well, Mark Zordridge, Blake Griffin, Paul Millsap is <laughs> yeah. who you're throwing in, Anthony Davis. They're just all a bit too old, I think. Um, yeah, I can definitely see that. I can see yeah. the defense being an issue. I don't know. I just also see, like, look at the scoring. It's yeah. just, how how do you stop them? You can't. Yeah. Like, no one can stop Kevin Durant either. And then yeah. if Harden and Kyrie Irving, if Kyrie Irving, obviously, be the big if there, 
get a season of chemistry with Kevin Durant in there is just, I don't know, I think that's kind of what their big problem was last year. It was kind of, you don't really know exactly what everyone's role on the team is. I right. feel like if Kyrie came in this year actually ready to play, then they would be my clear favourite. Right. Well, yeah, the injuries also hurt them last year. Mm. It was pretty much KD versus the Bucks. Yeah. Um, by the end of it, because Harden was just a decoy. Um, do you have any fun... Outside contenders that you're looking at? Weirdly, no. Really? I don't have any like sleeper picks. I really don't see any of these other teams really. You don't see the... I. That's very interesting. I see the Suns as still having a chance against the Lakers mm. in, a, in a playoff series. I think what Ay- if Aiton can be what he was last year, um, he, he matches up well against AD. Probably one of the better matchups sure. in the league. Um, You've got wings to throw at LeBron. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop LeBron, but you're going to make it difficult for him. And then I think, I don't know, I need to see Russell Westbrook being, A, fitting with this Lakers team as a third wheel, yeah. and B, being a consistently good playoff player. Um, yeah. Because he's had some ups and downs throughout his career. He's obviously had some great highlights, but he's also had some duds as well. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, there there is still a few questions for the Lakers for me where I'm not completely... Uh, mailing them into the finals, although they are like my 95% yeah. favorite for sure. But I do think the Suns could give them a series. Yeah. I mean, overall, I just think come playoffs fully healthy, I pick the Lakers right. nine times out of 10 over the yeah. Suns. I, I can't really explain exactly why. I just think they've got overall just the better, not necessarily the better team, just the better overall talent, I guess. Like yeah, just definitely, definitely. LeBron AD is just, that's a level above Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And then you also throw Russell Westbrook in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I they're very much my clear pick to come out of the West. Yeah, I'm not really seeing like the Suns or the Jazz or the Nuggets um, doing all that much. I don't see like any of those lower seeds really climbing up. Like I don't see mm. the Mavs or Warriors or Grizz making all that yeah. much noise. No, yeah. I, I, I'd agree. I'd, yeah, the Warriors are interesting. Uh, just as like a fun what if team for me. I don't think ultimately they're uh, sort of good enough. Um, Bill Simmons keeps talking about the Mavs. Just potentially there's a year here. Okay. I just don't see it with the way that roster's constructed. I don't see all. it this year, no. Um, but out east, I'm, you know, I am a Heat, Heat fan. Yeah. I am a Heat fan, and this is a playoff team. You know, the Heat teams are always playoff teams. We went to the finals two finals ago, yeah. however many years yeah. ago. Um, it was basically one year, but two seasons. Yeah, exactly. One year ago, two seasons. Um, so, I don't know. I wouldn't count them out. They can play defense, and they can score the right way. Yes. I think. Yeah, I mean, they're, if I'm going to pick like a sleeper team to kind of fight with the Nets and Bucks and maybe beat one of them in a second round because that's probably what would end up happening. Yeah. It'd be tough to go through both of them back to back and then reach the finals. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, who do I have? Um, Yeah, as I've got it right now, they would play, I don't know, if, you know, based on my standings, they would play one of them in the second round. Like, they, yeah. the Bucks and Nets would not play each other in the second round. No, that's how I've got it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see them as, like, an upset team, especially if injuries kind of fall their way a little yeah. bit. But also, they've just got the right guys. I yeah. think Bam is a really good matchup for a lot of these guys. And then they're... Which team do you think they're better suited to play against? The Nets or the Bucks? Like mm, I, the, I would say the box, but then you look at just what happened last season, right? But if you look at the season before that, mm. <laughs> that's when we did get them. But um, obviously that was a strange year. But um, I think it's the box. I don't know if there's any favorable matchup for KD on the Heat. 
Yeah, Obviously, no. PJ played KD in the playoffs last year while he was on the Bucks, but you know that didn't really stop KD. No, no. Um, and I don't think Bam can guard KD like he can guard Giannis. No. Um, yeah. KD's then again, just, if Giannis is the jump shot, I don't think Bam can guard him either. Yeah, but it's a bit different because Katie's just too shifty. Mm. Um, Giannis is a bit more straight line sort of stuff that I think Bam moves quite well against. Um, and then I, I sort of, obviously, there's not as much offensive talent in the Buck stars as there are in Harden and potentially yeah. Kyrie. Um, and so I think having Jimmy and Lowry on those guys would shut them down more than it would on Harden and Kyrie. Okay. Um, so I think if if there is a matchup to be had, I I would hope it's the Bucks at least in the first round, and then maybe that just warms them up for the Nets in the second round. Probably be the Bucks in the second round. Um, uh, like first first round they'd be playing. Oh right, yeah, sorry, like yeah. a five or six, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the Bucks in the second round and the Nets in the next conference round. finals. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Well, yeah. that's about it. Uh, anything else you want to add? Any other like random picks that you didn't get to say from any of the awards? Um. Do I have uh, shout out to piece? Wes Unsell Jr. Why not? Uh, remind <laughs> if me the Wizards are again? good. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, shout out that guy. Um, did I have anything else? I think that was it. Yeah, I mean, sneaky sneaky picks on Giannis, MVP, DPOY. Mm. Going back to back again. Well, not going... Like winning both. Winning both again. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be my sort of keep an eye out on that. But apart from that, no, I think that's everything. Is there any news that we're missing? That happened the last couple of days. Uh, a lot of like wavings. And oh yeah, there's like a lot of. How does that work? Um, just like go, they signing. So it's signing guys and then waving them for the G League team. But what does any of that have to do with the G League team? Well, I don't think they're necessarily being waived to the G League. Team. Okay, some well, of them are being waived and then converted to like two way contracts. Okay. Or no. some of them are being waived and put back onto their G League team. Like they were signed from the G League team for um, summer league or whatever. Uh, not summer league. Um, preseason. And now they're going back to the G League. Okay, there's a lot of... So but there's some that are weird. There's some that are weird. Like, Jello uh, Ball is a very interesting one. He got... He played Summer League, got a training camp contract, didn't play preseason, got signed, and then got waived the next day, I think, to play for the G League team. But I don't understand what being signed to the Hornets does for him playing for the G League Interesting. Team. I don't know either. But yeah. apparently that's what it's for. I think there was a couple others. I think Justin Jackson for the Mavs also had the same thing happen. Mm. Um, so Dante Exum, Avery Bradley, I don't know what happened with them. They're the two in my head that yeah. it's like, why were they wave? Like they're both Bradley is very strange. Yeah, it seems like, like no one wants him. Which is weird. I feel like he could be like a tough man on a lot of rosters. Yeah, especially for the Warriors. I thought they mm. would have loved having him there while Clay was out. Um, so I wonder if he if he finds a team. It seems like they're just happy to pass on him yeah, at this point. Maybe his, maybe his offense is just too bad at this point. Mm. Um, I really hope Exum finds a spot. If yeah, not, definitely. I hope he comes back to the NBL. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. Come play for Sydney. I'll watch you every game I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. What's it, Yeah, this is always a weird time. Just right before the season starts, we've had a look through preseason. Let's see who gets who doesn't make the cut mm. um, for these rosters. Yeah, anyone in the Heat surprise you in terms of like who didn't make the final roster? Um, I don't think I saw the Heat cutting anyone too crazy. Okay, yeah. Um, to be honest, a lot of these I'm finding out about a lot of these cuts in weird ways. Like I'm just sort of like, oh, that guy's not there. Like, um, who's the other one? Uh, oh, Tyrell Terry for the Mavs, mm. who was there the 31st pick. Two years ago, got cut by the Mavs. Right, okay. Very strange to me. Mm. Um, 
yeah, just a weird time of the season. It's yeah. interesting to see which names don't make it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, but I think that's about it. So if you ever do this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. And TikTok at stat underscore stuffers. Other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.